Hello and welcome to the Sunshine and Power Cuts podcast. My name is Heather and I am your host. This podcast features two types of episodes that alternate. Sunshine ones like this one offer inspiration drawn from nature, and in the Power Cut ones, I share insights into my life living off the power grid. Embark on a journey empowered by nature, then continue the conversation as part of the Sunshine and Power Cuts community. Do you have an experience where you have been empowered by nature? I would love to hear from you. You can connect with me on Twitter and Instagram at sunpowerpod or email me at hello at sunshineandpowercuts.com. To find other shows to help you explore your passions and become a better creator, head over to geeksrising.com, the podcast network that Sunshine and Powercuts is now a proud member of. Sunshine episode 27 is about the sounds of the world around us. There's a wonderful quote by Shakespeare that the world has music for those who listen. And before we begin, though this episode focuses on sound, it isn't just about the audible sounds themselves. It's also the culmination of things we can experience with our other senses, the visual delights, the textures and tastes, and the experiences that we can have in nature. The key here is that these gifts of nature are available to those who make time and take time to notice them. And we can use them as inspiration in our other creative endeavors, such as making our own music, in our work, and in other areas of our lives. My favorite motto is that life is beautiful, enjoy its beauty. And it's amazing how making the time to do so can have a deep and beneficial impact on us. Sound is something that is really important to me because it has a huge impact on my well-being. And I've also noticed that over this audio journey of podcasting that I interact with and appreciate sound differently than I did before. It's come about in part from the process of recording and listening critically editing and having the tools in order to capture the sound and hear it back and process it. You may recall Sunshine Episode 3, Be Still, and it's about making and taking time to be still and take notice and listen. It's the third episode in the series taken from the 7 Days of Sunshine Challenge, so if you haven't had a chance to listen, perhaps try it after this episode. Similarly to when I prepared that episode, I sat outside and scripted this one. It was a beautifully clear, sunny summer's day here in New Zealand, with warm temperatures and a light breeze. I was sitting outside at a table on my deck. Cicadas were the main and overpowering sound source, their monotonous, incessant clickety cacophony resounding throughout the valley. The reverberating clicks are constant and somewhat piercing, with the occasional cicada being closer to me and its tune out of sync with the others, all of them clashing together in a wall of noise from the surrounding trees that they were clinging onto. Cicadas are interesting in that they make the unique sound by contracting their internal timbal muscles, which makes the outer membranes buckle inward and then pop back out, producing sound. A cicada repeats the cycle on its left and right sides about 300 to 400 times, Per second, it's an incredible, incredibly loud noise. Occasionally, the breeze of the wind tussled the leaves of the tall poplar trees, strong enough to create a rustle that was softer, less harsh, but almost louder than the cicada. 
When the wind brushed past my face, the buffeting sound in my ears was deeper. There were the occasional warbles from magpies that rang out, and some other twittering bird song. Bumblebees bumbled around and flies buzzed by. I could hear diggers working up the valley in a quarry, rumbling, revving and clanking as they dumped metal into trucks. Cars rolling by, and behind me hammers banging and saws screeching as construction progress was taking place at the neighbours. Farm dogs yapped in the distance, and some sheep bleated their annoyance, with the farmer also being annoyed, yelling, Get him behind! to the dogs to keep them on course. At some point, somewhere, some cattle bellowed and a horse whinnied. But even on a still day, in the very early hours or late at night, when the birds have gone to rest, I can hear windmills from further down the valley thumping away. Wherever you are right now, take a moment to stop and listen. What kind of sounds can you hear? And how many layers of sounds are there? Which ones are closest to you? And which ones are further away? Wherever you are, there may be a multitude of sounds. Try and take notice of as many of them as you can individually. And then listen to them all together as the symphony of the ambience of the space in which you are. Our lives are inherently noisy, full of sounds. As a means of communication or just physical movement of things. There's whale song, bird song, and rhythms and the cycles of the weather and seasons. And we have this amazing ability to create music. Similar to nature, we use an acoustical system that is structured and organized on those cyclic principles that we find in nature. There are patterns and connected movements. Also, we refer to our daily cycle of activities as the circadian rhythm, and we've talked about the sounds of cicadas earlier. There was a journal that I found, Sound Matters essay, Music by Nature, and it described it as the rhythmic patterns soundtracking nature's inescapable beat. How we use elements, patterns and rhythms, repetition and the sensation of space between beats of music to express different things has given rise to different genre and dynamics in music. The journal article is linked in the show notes and highlights some examples of how percussive noises, which are isolated sounds, have been used by different composers to represent the stars and other points of light which are visible in the night sky. It also talks about how musicians have tried to render the natural world or natural sciences into musical form. They mention Vivaldi's Goldfinch Concerto, and the cuckoo, lark and nightingale are often muses for classical pieces. They also say that there are other composers who have applied different strategies to translating elements of nature such as landscapes, habitats or patterns of the animal and plant kingdoms into musical language. And although not recreating the sounds of nature, this is where I drew the link back to Pauka episode 26, where the New Zealand scientist took data from nature and presented it as music. His presentation was the recorded data of rainfall, river levels, and the rise and fall of the tide, as it would sound like if it were a symphony. So what natural sounds do you hear regularly? Which do you enjoy? Do you make music, composing or playing instruments? Or do you just enjoy listening to music? And what types of music do you listen to? Have you noticed the music of the world around you like I described in my experience preparing this episode? Have you noticed in other music that you listen to where the artists have tried to recreate the sounds of the natural world? On the flip side of that though, we can often tune out the world around us when we are focused intently on something. 
It's like the sound washes over us without entering our ears and registering. And other times when we are mindful of the sounds around us, we combine our other senses when we take in the sounds, like watching the sound source or feeling the movement of the sound source or the movement made by the sound. What kind of sounds make you feel happy and relaxed? Uplifted, motivated and refreshed? What sounds remind you of things or moments in time or people and places? And what sounds great on you? What do you do when there are sounds that you don't enjoy? Sounds can be soft, low and gradual, or sudden, sharp and high. Aside from the sounds I described where I live in the countryside, I love other constant sounds like those of babbling brooks and rushing rivers, the power in the water deluge of a waterfall, the lapping of the waves on the shore and the crashing of waves further out, usually mixed with a buffeting wind. If you enjoy birdsong, I encourage you to check out the Casual Birder podcast with Susie Buttress. However, when we're in a place and not really hearing any of what's going on around us, it may be because our internal noise is louder. We have internal self-talk, which can be a gentle whisper, a reminder, or it can get very persistent and loud. It can be positive and motivating, or it can be a drone of negativity and whiplashes of pain. It's hard when our minds are full of checklists and doubts and fears to hear anything beyond the internal chatter. And the way in which we talk to ourselves and others is also important. The tone we use, with the words we choose, can convey a very different meaning and have very different impacts on ourselves, the other person, and the situation. So check in with yourself throughout the day to recognise what your self-talk sounds like and how what you say is being heard by others. It's also important to note that we might miss something if we're not present and mindful of what we're hearing. When we're distracted, we may not hear the child asking for help, the friend sharing their day, or the car reversing out of a car park. Not hearing these things can have consequences on our relationships and our safety. But also, when we make time to slow down and listen to the world around us, we may just hear the music that the earth has to offer. So make time today to stop and to listen to the world around you. What music do you hear? And until next time, be empowered by nature.